Hi, you're listening to Sharice Kenyon, and this is the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. Today, we've made it to day 16, I think, of my 90s beauty moments. I'm doing 25 beauty moments and 25 accompanying videos as a kind of alternative advent calendar. So, If you've landed on this episode and you've never heard from me before, just know there's 25 in this series. And once we get to 25, I'll be going back to regular content. So today it's quite a special one. There's been a few people that I've done so far that are thankfully still with us and some are no longer with us. But I think this one is just a sad one to look back on because The person I'm talking about, Aaliyah, died at just 22 years of age. She died in a plane crash in 2001. And actually, alongside her was her hairstylist and many other people. And today, there's only one member of her team surviving. That was her fashion stylist, Derek Lee. Her makeup artist, who I will mention later, he actually passed away a couple of years ago. There's so much sadness within the Aaliyah story, but... As with so many people that do die younger, they are kind of immortalized in culture, in fashion, in music. Their music still lives on. And in the case of Aaliyah, they end up having their name attached to makeup collections, such as the one that her estate did with MAC Cosmetics. I don't know how I feel about things like that. Like MAC just now have released a Whitney Houston one. For me, it just feels weird. It's just like, somebody is making money off someone else's name and I'll, you'll just never know if that's what they wanted. I just find it a bit weird, but let me know what you think. Is it a big deal? Is it more about the quality? Because obviously there are so many brands out there that will attach themselves to names of people who are no longer with us, like Prince, for instance, and Urban Decay. And sometimes it turns out that the products aren't that great and it was just a cash grab. So we won't know. But anyway, Let me get back to Aaliyah because you might be someone listening who's never heard of her name before. As I said, she died a while ago. I think it was 2001. I'm just going to check that for you. So I'm giving you the facts. She passed away on the 25th of August in 2001. So she was just 22 years old and she absolutely took the music industry by storm People wanted to produce for her. People wanted to dress her and everyone at home wanted to dress like her. She had her own style and I think you could probably describe it as tomboyish, a pretty tomboy. One thing you would always see Aaliyah wearing would be headbands or like bandanas tying her hair back, gold hoop earrings, neutral makeup, crop tops, big baggy jeans, big leather jackets she wasn't really about showing so much skin but as she grew more confident we would see a bit more so the crop tops would be worn with low slung hipster trousers without a jacket and the bandanas she lost the bandanas and instead would start styling her hair almost so it would hide part of her face she had this often copied weave it was like nice and long and very straight and cut into a few simple layers and the layers by her face would just kind of frame it, but also cover her eye. And that's something we would see her do elsewhere. We would often see Aaliyah wearing shades. And in the video I'm talking about today, which is 1996's One in a Million, she also wears an eye patch. 
Her full name was Aaliyah Dana Horton, and it was actually her second album that really shot her to fame. It was also called One in a Million, released in 1996, and she had six hit songs from that album. So that's the point where she really hit the mainstream and became so iconic for young black girls around the world. It was just, her look was very fresh, and I feel that she made a lot of black girls in particular feel that they didn't have to do the full-on glam of what many of the other 90s bands might be doing. They didn't have to show everything. Aaliyah just nailed that tomboy style completely. So when we're talking about this video, it was directed by Paul Hunter and it really encapsulates several 90s trends. As I mentioned, Aaliyah's hair, which was by Eric Foreman, who unfortunately died with her in the airplane crash in 2001. He styled it. It was a very deep side parting, not the usual. It was like specifically designed to give like a maximum impact when she swept the hair over to the other side. She had this long fringe, as I've mentioned, that would hide her eyes. When it comes to the makeup on the video, unfortunately, I can't confirm if it's the work of her long-term makeup artist, Eric Farrell, who passed away, as I said, a couple of years ago. He did so many videos with her, but I cannot find his name and the name of the video in the same sentence anywhere. So I don't want to tell you the wrong information. Either way, the makeup is definitely classic Aaliyah. As I mentioned, she had that kind of tomboy style, so everything would be pretty, but not overly done. I did wonder though, because she really was the queen of glossy lips. It's very in now, but apparently she had several favorites from Mac, and one of them was called Goldie Rocks from the Dazzle Glass range. I did look it up, and I can only see six, what looks like six new colors from the range. Couldn't find Goldie Rocks apart from on Amazon, which I don't advise buying beauty products from Amazon personally. You just have to be very careful. But otherwise, I would assume that this color has been discontinued. But I just think it could absolutely be worn in this video because throughout it, she wears a glossy lip. And Goldie Rocks looks like it would be perfect over nude tones, peach tones and pinks. For the opening scenes of the video where she's wearing a much darker look, a black leather crop top and trousers, her makeup is centered around the classic dark lip liner and gloss and her eyes have been contoured, but it's still very neutral. One thing I did notice, which has popped up in a recent episode of my 90s beauty, is she's wearing a really dark berry nail polish and I'm thinking it could easily be Chanel's Rouge Noir. That came out a couple of years before, so I really wouldn't be surprised. When she's wearing her white outfit, looking kind of very just simply pretty, she's just wearing a very fresh look. It's all about peachy pink lips. And later on, when she switches to the white motorcycle jumpsuit, again, she's very much covered up. Her lips go back to being super glossy and we see the dark lip liner. Again, it's so contoured. I love it. Also, I feel that You can't talk about Aaliyah without mentioning her eyebrows. Her eyebrows, even now, it's like they have their own following. I do think they were just the perfect example of 90s brows. Many people, when you think of 90s brows, you absolutely think of the skinny brows, the tadpole eyebrows. But there was also another style of 90s brow. And it was just, it wasn't thick like what we'd say today, thick and healthy, but it was like, healthy and thick enough, very groomed, 
not separated, very kind of, it was very natural actually, but definitely filled in with probably a powder and it was always arched. Aaliyah always had arched eyebrows. There'd be nothing straight. There'd be nothing overly plucked with her and her eyebrows probably if she was around today, I'd say they would probably be the most copied eyebrows because they're ultra flattering. When it comes to the fashion, which I don't, obviously this is a beauty podcast. I'm not here to talk about fashion, but I just feel it's just got such a good story attached to it based on who Aaliyah was. And again, it goes back to that tomboy side of her. She was going through a phase. She would constantly be firing stylists she found that often stylists would meet her and they would just want to put her in dresses, dress her way more feminine. She's a beautiful girl. And I think they were just like, we've got to build upon that. We've got to make her even more beautiful. And she was not into wearing dresses. You'll definitely see her wearing them on the red carpet, but she was not one for fuss. Like even the dresses that I remember when I've been looking at images for this, when I've seen images of her wearing a dress, they're often more like slip dresses. They might be, have a print on them, but they're very simple. It's really not over the top for her. And she was just getting fed up of people asking her to wear dresses. So when this video came up, they needed a stylist like immediately. And they found Derek Lee, who, as I mentioned earlier, is the last surviving member of Aaliyah's team. He was called in last minute and he was like, oh my God, of course I'm going to do the job. But he was having a really tough time. He ended up going to sex shops to find the right pieces of clothing. And he said that it's purely because they were the only shops that were open at that time of night. I think he was based in New York. So he was going to the sex shops in West Village and the shoot, which was happening the next day, was in L.A. So everything had to be overnighted. And in particular, he found this white motorcycle jumpsuit which just looks perfect on Aaliyah in the video. And he actually got that overnighted from, from New York to LA to make sure it was there for the shoot. So, so much went into this video and obviously watching it, it's over in about four minutes. You just wouldn't even imagine that. But I just wanted to share that story because I feel that what Aaliyah went through, we only know a teeny part, me telling you, you know, she didn't like to wear dresses. She was more of a tomboy. But you think of all the young female stars that are churned out today, whether they get a say or not is something to think about. Finally, I would say that the video itself had a huge impact on videos for the rest of that decade, to be honest. The decade itself was definitely very into futurism when it came to videos. So there'd be lots of metallic, there'd be lots of liquid silver. There would be lots of kind of industrial elements like cogs and um steam and for me it really brings to mind the film the matrix which actually came out in 1999 so just made it into the 90s and as i said this is a look that would go on to influence many many music videos for the rest of the 90s i would love to know what you thought about this one i really would like to know if you know who Aaliyah is have you heard of Aaliyah before? Is this your first time hearing about her? Would you like to know more? And what have you been thinking about this 90s series? I can't believe I'm on day 16. Just got nine left. And it's definitely been a labor of love. I've done it because I wanted to do it. But if you think there's anything I can do better, I'm 
my DMs are always open and so is my email. You can email me direct beautymepodcast at gmail.com or pop into my DMs at beautymepodcast on Instagram or Twitter. I've also got a newsletter. You can find that at beautymenotes.substat.com. It was updated yesterday, so you can read it for free. And yeah, let me know what you think. Give me a review on Spotify. It would be the perfect Christmas present. A five-star review, no less. Um, Or write a review on Apple Podcast. It means so much in getting the podcast out there. Don't forget, there's a video for this episode and all 25 90s beauty moments. You can find that at Cherise Kenyon on TikTok or you can find it on my Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast. I'll see you next time.